Monday evening, August 9th, I just finished song writing, which is basic music, all the structure, all general ideas, um, no real lyrics, but that's not the songwriting, that's the additional thing, on all 20 tracks for the upcoming album, and uh, now I have to you know, I'm looking at my spreadsheet now and it has all X's in the column that says songwriting, which is great because it's a major step. And now I have to start writing all the lyrics one after the other. And right now I have nine or ten. And uh, yeah, uh, good day today. Uh, finished the one that was called NPL. It's now called something different. Um, and I'm very happy with it. It, it has a very uh, strong FH3 vibe, which totally fits with the fact that this is a retrospective album looking back at myself and at everything in the past so um having these sounds be reminiscent of um, um early faderhead music um it, it wasn't on purpose at all but it it fits very well tuesday seven o'clock I just wanted to mention, I am a customer of ING Diba Bank, um, and a lot of people are customers there, so that's why I mention this now. Their banking app has a feature where you can set the app to round up your payments. That means, for, in my case, I set it to five euros. So if I buy something for three euros, um, the app will obviously pay the three euros uh, to the shop where I buy it, and then it will round it up to five euros, and it will send two euros to another bank account that I have. Um, I have more with one bank account uh, with ING, and um, this works for any any amount of money. So if I buy something for forty-seven euros, it'll send three euros to my bank account because it will round up to fifty. And if I buy something for nine euros and 50 cents, it'll send 50 cents to my other bank account. And I just set this up for fun a month ago. And then I've totally, I completely forgot about it. And uh, it turns out I sent myself 142 euros this last month without even noticing. And um, I really like these little things. I mean, if I run this for a year, I can at least pay my flight on that's a vacation for money that I didn't notice was gone. Um, I mean, obviously, it, it really depends on your financials, but you could, if, if you make less money, you can set it to, you know, round up to two euros or something. If you make a lot of, a lot more money, you can round up bigger. Um, but yeah, if you are one of their customers, check out the app function. And uh, I really like that. I really like uh, having 150 bucks to either save or, you know, spend on going to the restaurant or something like that. Just a heads up, because, um, for instance, Spencer, he knew about this feature, but he always forgot to set it up. And so I told him yesterday, and he was like, hey, I always wanted to do that. So uh, just a heads up. Maybe this is interesting for you. Wednesday morning, 11 o'clock. Uh, I just finished another song that had the demo title, um, That Nasty Smile. It had... Uh, just like there was a basic idea 
and it was fleshed out for four minutes <laughs> over and over and over, which was a bit boring. So uh, I wrote the whole song and structured it properly and also wrote lyrics, which uh, I really like. Um, there's a very strong movie reference in that one, and um, I'm very happy with that. Very catchy, but very heavy at the same time. So, uh, yeah, another cross in my in my little spreadsheet. So uh, it's going well. I was doing this in the morning because the plumber came because I had like some leakage in the bathroom, and uh, it was funny yesterday. Danny Delta Mode was here, <laughs> and we were recording a podcast. And uh, before we recorded, he went to the bathroom just to, you know, take a pee. And while he was sitting there, he said, is this normal <laughs> that there's com water coming out of your little, I don't know what you call it, like a valve, something in the, on, the, on the side of the uh, sink. And uh, I just looked and I was like, no, that's not normal. So luckily, my landlord, he's really quick. So yesterday already, the guy came and looked at it. And this morning, he came again and uh, fixed everything. So, uh, yeah, while he was doing that, I wrote a track and uh, it was interesting because the song was very heavy and he was, I don't know, he was probably not that much older than me, but he looked a lot older. So let's let's say he was maybe 48 or something. And this was not his kind of music, but he was interested in it. So that was that was fun. He didn't understand a word of what I was singing there. Uh, anyway, this is a good morning and I'm going to go to the gym now. Wednesday, 7.50, almost 8 o'clock in the evening. And um, I just got done working on uh, the song Booty Time, <laughs> which today I noticed that uh, when I looked at all the titles, um, the final titles of the, uh, of the tracks, I noticed that they all sound really dark um, or serious or whatever you want to call it. Except for one song, which is called Booty Time. And I remember writing that song uh, in December 2019. Um, I also remember the situation quite clearly. It's a good song about uh, wholesome fun <laughs> and uh, enjoying life. Uh, that's what it is about. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I, posted, I posted a little picture of it on, on my socials. And uh, one person... Uh, commented wait what did she comment uh, she commented something like um, let me let me pull it up right here uh, you might want to add with age appropriate consenting adults or something which uh, I absolutely do not want to add and uh, this I, I posted about that in an Instagram story and then Matteo from uh, Hell Boulevard my friend he said uh, I really want to know what Tanzvo um, Dreifi would be would be like when if it was you know re rewritten to sound very woke and and you know inclusive and everything so i just asked uh <laughs> on my instagram saying does anyone want to rewrite this i i'll give you a shirt if if you make the best version and then uh uh stacy <laughs> wrote an amazing version of uh in woke uh lyrics and uh, she's i already sent her the shirt she, that she wanted and uh yes and then i finished booty time and it's a great song it's very 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 dancey it's a very dirty song it's like in the in the in the vein of closer by nine inch nails just heavier and um i don't think anyone 
will not dance when the song's playing. So I'm very happy with that. Fadercast. Friday morning, 11.30. I am spending my time contemplating which song is going to be the first or the second single. I'm thinking about two songs. One is a little heavier. It's uh, very clubby, 127 beats per minute. Very catchy lyric. And uh, no melody in the vocal. So it's a little more in the vein of Tanzfudreife without sounding like Tanzfudreife at all. But it's like heavy, angry vocals, screamy vocals in the chorus. Um, very, very, very energetic, powerful track. And the other is more like a catchier version of uh, From His Broken Bones, uh, <laughs> if that's possible. Uh, it's not quite as fast as uh, From His Broken Bones, which is 135 BPM, but it's 130, but very driving, very fast, future poppy. Um, and uh, that's a song that you can sing along on the first chorus if you've heard the first the first part of the first chorus uh then you will be able to sing along with it because it's very very catchy so right now my um thinking i've been talking to uh uh emmanuel of paratronics about this yesterday i've talked to gillian about it who else have i talked to like a few people now um because i'm my thinking right now is to release the heavier song first, um, maybe four weeks before the album comes out, uh, since the release is staggered, maybe even six weeks before the full streaming um, physical release will be in uh, in January. Um, so release the heavier song first, just to you know, have a little statement saying, you know, if you were thinking that Faderhead is going soft, which I was. <laughs> um, here's something that's the opposite of soft, and it's it's a really it's a really catchy song. Everyone who's heard it uh, uh, is very happy with it. Um, even Spencer, who's not really into that kind of music anymore, he was very stoked about it. Natka heard it. She was like, "Jesus, this is fucking big." So um, it's a good song. It's not about if it's a good song. It's it's about the strategy of how to create excitement for the album because right now I'm still in the in the process of making the album so right now I'm still doing basically whatever I want but I'm also since these two songs are pretty much finished I'm already thinking about the marketing and my my stance has always been once you've done your creative work where you do whatever you want regardless of what people might like or not um, once you've done that then you have to think about how you use what you have and promote it the best you can um and you know think about how you can get most people to like it and to hear it um and then be interested in it you know that's that's the game of marketing and it has nothing to do with the with the art itself it can be an extension of the art but um yeah so what i'm thinking about right now is to, to have um a, a kind of very uh, you know powerful song first that says hello 
if you thought I've gone soft, I've not gone soft. This next album's not going to be soft. It's definitely not this. It's uh, the heaviest, probably the heaviest album I've made. Um, and then have that go for six weeks. There's going to be a video to it, definitely. Um, and then have that be the pre-album single for six weeks. And then on the album release day, come up with a second song where it's more melodic. Um, it's probably what people would expect from me these days after From His Broken Bones, after um, uh, I Did Not Know with Sven from Solar Fake and after Better with Chris Harms. It's it's that kind of that kind of popier but powerful future pop kind of thing. And um that is what I'm thinking about right now. I, I for to me this makes sense. Um I've had some discussion about it and uh uh we'll see what happens, but uh that's the thinking process. Friday, 2 o'clock. I just spent the last two hours uh, trying to uh, write the lyrics. Well, I wrote the lyrics, actually good lyrics, for a song that has the demo title The Hurt Omat is Out of Order, um, which I always really liked when listening to the fake lyric demo, but I was also aware that stylistically it's a bit weird. I, it's hard to describe the song. Um, it really is. And now that I recorded, that I wrote proper lyrics and I recorded the demo vocals with the proper lyrics, I am pretty certain that this song is not going to make the album. Um, I'm not sure it might be cool as a bonus track for Bandcamp or something like that. But the reason, it's still not a bad song. It's just, uh, it just doesn't fit the vibe and the style of the album of the rest of the songs in my opinion and um, there are songs like booty time where gillian is vehemently saying this song isn't good it, it doesn't sound goth enough or whatever and he's he's true like he's correct on that um but i still like it because it sounds very dirty and very uh dancey and very it's a very faderhead song and it breaks up the album in a way that there's enough variation while this one it's a little too far out it, at the same time i had a lot of these songs uh on on uh you know on the old albums so i don't know i'm just not feeling it too much right now it's weird because i really like that um and i'm now considering uh rewriting the whole song like because the lyrics are good, the chorus is good, and I'm thinking maybe I should just uh, change the whole vibe. Uh, we'll see about that. Fadercast. Friday evening, 6 o'clock. I just spent the afternoon looking for a room or like a, what do you call it, a warehouse type thing that I can rent for maybe a week in November so that we can shoot at least two videos there i would prefer to shoot more um or let's say let's say it like that 
what I want is usually you shoot a video, you book a studio for a day or you book a location for a day and then you spend about 19 hours in a row uh, in that space trying to get the video done. And for projects like mine, which are basically all the costs go into mostly location, mostly equipment. So I can't pay uh, most people who show up. Um, so so f I'm, I'm uh, reliant upon people having time on that specific uh, day. And then you have to figure them in. If you have this, I don't know, location rented for 12 hours, you have to kind of make it all work. It's very, very complicated. And it's not that cheap either because um, locations in general are expensive. They're usually one of the highest costs for normal, normal video shoots. And... Um, so my thinking was, okay, why not find a warehouse type thing where which I could rent for a week or maybe from Friday to uh, next week, sa Sunday or something so that there's two weekends in there where we can set up like a movie or music video shooting set, um, spend a day building that stuff with a few people and then use that to... Um, shoot one two or maybe even more video um uh, music video f f footages basically and um that's not a word <laughs> you know what i mean like set up a different uh, a number of different sets over over the time of a week and uh you know uh get in there with different people on different days shoot um it's much much less stressful and uh yeah, so I've been I've been uh, talking to different people from Hamburg art, art departments and stuff like that, uh, city people, and uh, so far I've I've got some emails back, I've got some recommendations, shot shot some emails out, and that's what uh, I've been doing all afternoon. As you can probably hear in the background, there's the church again <laughs> because it's six o'clock. Thank you for listening to this episode of FaderCast. <laughs> if you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at contact at faderhead.com or you can find me on Instagram at faderhead underscore official and uh, everywhere else just under faderhead. Please be a friend and uh, tell a friend about this podcast and hopefully until next time. FaderCast. FaderCast.